For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. What are you doing here? I'm looking for Mike. I want to give that dude a wedgie. Come on. I'm here to give Mike a wedgie. What? What are the chances? Let's go. <laughs> well, I think the chances of them running into each other here are about 78% of chance. But given the fact that Kaiser wanders around aimlessly 38% of the time, I'd say it's a good 98% of the chance at the time that they run into each other. To the movie trivia showdown. It is the ultimate showdown team tournament. Clark, we are knee deep in round two action, and what a matchup it is today. Crimson Fury taking on who's the boss, and who the hell would have thought we'd be seeing this matchup right now in round two? That's what I love about this match today is that this is there is a big surprise here in Crimson Fury, but they pulled it out at the end of their last match. Such a such a great pull. Family Films uh, won them the game, and here they are going up against one of the top-ranked teams in the entire team's league. It's it's, it's that's why, why these tournaments are so fun because it's anybody's game. Well, thank you, Clark. I am a fan of my shirt as well. Uh, when you look at Crimson Fury, you have Stacy, who has some history with a member of Who's the Boss. Fairly recent history, that being Mark Yodi Riley. She knocked him out in a singles tournament when we were back in the Ultimate Schmodown singles division. So there's a factor of revenge for Mark Riley. And so then you look at their teammate, Ben the Boss Bateman. We know what he can do in the league. But Tim the Tank, frankly, he's one of these newer players who really is coming on the scene in a strong way. So I think that Tim and Stacy, they're looking at a team like Who's the Boss and saying, well, Ben and Mark have pretty good 
chemistry, but wait till you see what we do. That's right. And they're building that chemistry, and that's what's really important. But I will say, you know, I would argue that who's the boss, yes, who's the boss is a higher-ranked team, but they also have the advantage of having played together many, many times, not only in regular matches, but in championship matches as well. So that chemistry is there, that trust is there, that shorthand is there. That's hard for any team to overcome. So it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. Now, any special preparation? Because obviously you are part of the legendary Shire Wolf. So do you have a special preparation that you and Rachel would do as you move further and further down the path of a tournament match? Or do you have to approach this like it's any other day in front of the White Hot Spotlight? One game at a time. Always one game at a time. Obviously, you want to take a look at how your, your other team or your competition has been playing. That's good information to know. You want to be strategic with what slices you put on that wheel. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, every, every match is anybody's game. That is the thing that Rachel and I always remembered. You never want to take anything for granted. Sometimes things go exactly the way you think they would, but sometimes, more often than not, they do not. So uh, that's how I would approach this, and that's how I would advise any of the teams playing in this tournament to approach it one match at a time. Well, things never go the way that we plan it when the pre-interviews <laughs> happen, so let's see what each team had to say right now. Robbie and Tom. It's Rocky, Tum Tum, and Colt. Loose candidates. A lot of people had them in their brackets, and that has now been busted at the hands of Sassy Stacy Howard and Tim the Tank Franco. Crimson Fury. Tim the Tank Franco. Sassy Stacy Howard, event coordinator, legend killer, breaker of brackets dreams because she sent Mark Riley home. These two did what we always knew they could do, work together as a cohesive unit and get the big win and send the dungeon packing. But now we got some legends. The five horsemen. It's a statistical fact that most people go back to their abusers. Oh. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's going to be a fun time for me. Work on that, Mark. Well, here we are again. One down. A couple more to go. We're business here. Now we got to play Corruption's B team. Stacy, streaky Stacy Howard, coming in and knocking me out of the first round just really made me upset. To have that back in there for some retribution and continue to keep going through these teams to get that. Oh, I'm excited. I'm not afraid of this. We're excited for this. Bateman and Riley, I mean, it's like being afraid of a vanilla milkshake. Come on. Tim the Tank Franco, now he's supposed to be the killer on this team. I think we're going to show them who the boss really is. I mean, Stacey kind of already showed him that, but I guess we'll knock him out of this tournament too. I said it before, and I was very confident about it. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm out there to win. I'm out there to show you who I am and give you a piece of my mind. I'm here for justice. I'm here to bring something good to this league, and that's what we are. We're not just something good. Or something great.
I see. I, I like I like hearing the moxie. I like hearing the confidence coming out of Crimson Fury because you know they had a big matchup that a lot of people would call an upset. Even though Crimson Fury was technically the higher ranked mm -hmm. opponent, they knocked off. I mean, you talk about Eric and especially Paulo Oyama, oh the, the current belt holder in the singles division. Then being able to get that W, that's got to propel them and give them a lot of confidence. But who's the boss? They're looking at Crimson Fury, where this is just another opponent. This is just an obstacle to them on their way to belt. So when I see that pre-interview, I worry that who's the boss? maybe overlooking Crimson Fury. Do you get any sense of that? That's the thing, is that, okay, so Crimson Fury has a lot to gain from this win, right? If they're playing Who's the Boss and they take out Who's the Boss, then it's then they're, they're the team that everybody is going to be keeping their eye on because maybe people wouldn't necessarily expect that. But Who's the Boss has the added pressure of they want those belts. They are hungry for those belts. And so if they're getting inside their own head, that might not be the best plan either. We are going to see what's happening in this match right now. It's going to be three rounds to the finish. Here's the tail of the tape, Crimson Fury. They know their way around such categories as action movies and crime films. Then you go to Who's the Boss. Obviously, they know a lot about movie release dates, but they're also really good at scores and soundtracks and following ALF on ABC in 1986. Not sure if those shows were on that network, but we'll go with it. Clark, I am ready for this match to get underway. How are you feeling? I'm ready. Let's do this. Then it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. <laughs> Introducing first with a record of two wins, zero defeats, one knockout. Coming to the stage, it is Sassy, Stacey Howard, and Tim, the Tang Franco Princeton Fury! Pointing, uh, I think at us. Was that a and, and get Ken pointing at us as well? Oh, yeah, that's right. Last time we saw Ken, he had a lollipop. I don't know if uh, he's gone to the dentist since then, but no sort of candy with him. Uh, Stacey, he's got some arm candy over there. Am I right? <laughs> the two managers, Stacy, Tim, you're seated. You're ready to go. You have any last words before I introduce your opponents? Um, they suck. Wow. All right. All right. This well. is this is round two of the tournament, but it's also round two of Riley losing. Okay. Wow. Tough talk. All right. Tough talk from Crimson Fury. And their opponents with a record of five and two with two knockouts. What did Rainbow Defense? Ben, the boss Bateman, and Mark Yoni Riley. It's who's the like an awkward Christmas party. Oh. As everybody trying to get seated as the managers exit the stage. And the gentlemen of Who's the Boss are seated. Uh, we'll go on to the rules of round number one. In round number one, eight questions are asked. These questions are asked to the field. This is an individual exercise in round number one. Every point that you accrue is on behalf of the team. Each question is worth a point. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. 
Some questions asked, got about 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Only address you by name. Please show what you wrote down on the whiteboard to your camera at the same time you verbalize your answer into the microphone. Each team has three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the three-round match. Now, Trey, I heard a question, right? You want us to repeat it. You just want to buy yourself another 15 seconds. Whether you need it to get the answer or you just want to build the drama, use the JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. With all of them talking out of the way, I already got the take from Crimson Fury. They seem ready. Um, they had some strong words for you gentlemen, Mark and Ben. Do you have anything you'd like to retaliate with before the match begins? I'm pleased to be here against the B team. This will be a lot of fun. Yeah, what he said, because it's right. <laughs> all right, uh, Clark, do I need to ask you again? Or no, we, we're, no. we're already ready? Yeah, I Everybody think we're ready. Seems, oh, I guess there's just one more thing to say. Let's get ready to smow down! <laughs> Who's the boss? Crimson Fury, Clark Wolf on the desk alongside me. Clark, when you feel confident and ready, you may kick off this round two match. I was just building a drop. Well, I was building it too. Oh, good. Okay. You're <laughs> okay, I'm there. ready. Let's do this. Here we go. Question number one in the category of action adventure. What 2005 adventure fantasy film stars Matt Damon and Heath Ledger? Uh, who who are you taking that uh, Matt Damon Ben Affleck like favorite career? Do you have a? I remember my dad not getting in a fight as good as we thought was better. I, I uh, mean, I'm, I love four, the flick. Three, love the two, flick. one. Pence down. And we go to Stacy first. Who do we got? The Brothers Grimm. It is the Brothers Grimm. Did Ben have it? The Brothers Grimm. He's there got it, it Tim. The Brothers Grimm. And Riley. Nope, didn't get it. Did not have it. All right, that's okay. All right, so Mark, Yodi Riley has been eliminated. No way. Oh, wow, that fast, huh? That's just, Yikes. sorry, that's one question. It's a different game. We move on to the category of romance. And the question in the world of romance is, who is the male lead in the 2011 film Midnight in Paris? Who do you got, Fleck or Damon? I can't remember who I was arguing on behalf of and because my dad took the other one. Where do like, you stand now? I, I really like the Fleck. Yeah. But I might go Damon. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, Ben Bateman, what do you got? Owen Wilson. It is Owen Wilson. Tim. Wow. Had it as well. Mark Riley. Owen Wilson. He's on the board. Stacy. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's right. Cute. Tight game. Tight game. Good impressions. I like what I'm seeing early on. Question number three in the category of dramas. What 2005 film stars Eric Bana, Daniel Craig, and Kieran Hines? Matt Damon is more consistent than Ben Affleck. I sure do. Woo. Strong words. Hot takes. Five, Hot takes. Four, three, two. Repeat one. the question, please. Okay, we can do that. In the category of dramas, what 2005 film stars Eric Bana, Daniel Craig, and Kieran Hines? Pens down, going to Tim the Tank. Munich. He had Munich, does Mark Yodi Riley. Munich. He does as well, yes. Stacey Howard. Munich. And Ben to close it out. Munich. All Great. right. Got a couple nice perfect work. games so far. Everybody knows their stuff. Okay, your next category. Famous actors and actresses. 
And the question is, which famous actor directed the films Leatherheads and The Ides of March? You uh, you enjoy a lot of different, wearing a lot of different hats. You sure do. Direct anything? I don't yeah. think so. It, it seems hard. It's, it, it, it's you like know, I think it would be a little hard. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, a mark right. George Clooney. It is George Clooney. Does Stacy have it? George Clooney. It is Mr. Clooney, Ben, the boss Bateman. George Clooney. George Clooney and Tim the Tank. George Clooney. All and right. George Clooney as well. Way too much work direct. <laughs> Easier to sit here and ask questions. He acts in them too. All right, question number five in the category of fantasy sci-fi. What is the name of Robin Wright's character in The Princess Bride? Uh, friend of the show, Bonnie Somerville, yes. finally convinced me to watch that movie back in like 2010 or something. Whoa. It's great. Okay. I've never seen it. Okay. As, as long Five, as that was the outcome. Four, three. It's very enjoyable, <laughs> you too. You never know. One. Pens down, Stacy. Princess Buttercup. It Indeed. is. Princess Buttercup. Ben Bateman. Princess Buttercup. Ah, fooling us. I said Buttercup. Tim had it and Mark Riley. Buttercup. The Princess Buttercup. Same name that I call Mark Riley on occasion. Buttercup. On his Buttercup. Working on some perfect games here. And we move on to the world of. Oh, I, I could, I, it seems like I haven't gotten to say this recently, but it's it, the next category is comedy. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's, it's the one thing that brings us all together. It is. Your question In Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Who plays the Dolphins publicist, Melissa, who hires Ace to find their missing mascot? Saw this movie in the theater with my mom. I, I thought you were going to point with me, and I was like, I don't remember you being there. But, uh, I was there. I'm I didn't always see there. in the theater. And I, I don't know that I've ever laughed harder in a movie theater. Dumb, uh, yeah. Dumb and Dumber with the Five, ketchup and mustard? Four. Yeah, that's pretty good. That, that got me. Two. One. Pens down. We are going to Ben Davis. Who you got? Annie McDowell? Ah, Correct. that is incorrect. It is Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox from Mark Riley and Stacey. I said Sean Young. Sean Young. Also in Ace Ventura. But he got wrong too. That's right. But not in the role of Sean Young is in Ace Ventura. That's right. All right. So I believe Tim Bethank Franco is still working on a perfect game. Sure is. Courtney Cox, star of the Bruce Springsteen video, Dancing in the Dark. Indeed. All right. Question number seven in the category of horror thriller. In 2010's The Wolfman, who plays the main protagonist of the film, Lawrence Talbot? Uh, you know it's better than The Wolfman? The 90s Jack Nicholson film. Oh, Wolf. you would be incorrect. Michelle Pfeiffer's in You're it? not wrong, Mr. Ellis. Nope. He can, he you can are wrong, Mark Riley. Uh, you are wrong. Four. We are Three, <laughs> two, one. Pens down, going to you first. Tim, working on a perfect game. Del Toro. He continues Still. it with that answer, Mark Riley. Benicio Del Toro. Yes, he has it. Stacy Howard. Benicio Del Toro. And Ben, to close it out. Benicio Del Toro. He got it. All right. All right. So everybody playing very well thus far. Crimson Fury currently enjoys a one-point advantage over who's the boss with one category remaining. And that category, if Tim gets his question right, he has a perfect game. You'll be asked a bonus question just to you. Your last category is the world of animated movies. Movies drawn by hand or on a computer. The question, Robin Williams lent his voice to two animated films in 1992. Disney's Aladdin, and what other film? Uh, you know what's better than The Wolfman and Wolf? 
17 will You know what movie has Great. aged the yes. worst out of those three? Dean will. One. Pants down, Mark Yodi Riley. Is it robots? It is not robots. That's an incorrect answer, Stacy. I don't know. Stacy doesn't have this bent. Fern Gully. It is Fern Gully. The name is Batik. Fern Gully. That's right. That is a perfect game. The last rainforest. My boy. That's a great question, by the way. Props to our question writer. Oh, yeah? Give us whiskey props on on the Fern Gully pool. I'm hard on him, but I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Crimson Fury, uh, 14, 13. Uh, You have a one point lead over who's the boss, and that could turn into a two point lead because Tim Franco has a bonus question asked to Justin. You don't need to write it down, you can just give Clark an answer whenever you feel prepared within 15 seconds. Our bonus question. Which SNL alum plays the annoying brother-in-law of John Candy in the comedy Great Outdoors? That is, uh, his name is Chet Roman, and that's Dan Aykroyd. That is correct. There it goes. I knew the name of the character. Wow. Flexing. Yeah, it's like, you know, stop watching The Great Outdoors oh, right. so much. Sorry. Pretty good movie, I guess. Anyway, we move on to round number two, where Crimson Fury is going to be walking into there with a two-point lead. Kark, maybe not what a lot of the predictors would have guessed, because who's the boss? Maybe they have more of a pedigree. But Tim and Stacy have come here to play in round number two. It's the wheel round, the wheel of fate, doom, justice, and the wheel for today's match. The entire wheel is sponsored by a showdown patron, Justin Roby. How about a big hand for Justin Roby? Thank you for your patronage, good sire. If you want to get your name read on a future matchup, check out the movie trivia showdown Patreon and select which tier is right for you today. Uh, Justin Roby, his sponsored slices on the wheel are Quentin Tarantino and 2000s movies. Once again, thank you, Justin. So that wheel is going to have those two slices along with eight other corners of movie trivia showdown know-how as well as opponents and spinner's choice. Each team gets to spin at the wheel. Once you settle on a category, you hear six questions from that category. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round at number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, you can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one point. So Crimson Fury, you're up by two over who's the boss. Do you want to spin first, or do you want to defer to your opponents? We're going to let them play catch up. All right. They're going to try to catch up right now. Ben, Mark, who wants to go spin the wheel? Go. All right, Mark Riley. All right, here we go. Looking at that wheel. Now, we do have Spinner's Choice and Opponent's Choice on there. That's right. He's, I believe he's rubbing Action Adventure or just the wheel on his side. I couldn't really tell. Oh! All right, well, That's we know okay. that was 2000s. That's okay. That was 2000s. And that is going to be Robin Williams. Uh, so, okay. Mark, are you Even keeping Robin Williams? We know what was there. Yeah, we know what was there. Okay, they're going to they're gonna confer amongst themselves, they'll have about 15 seconds to do so. Um, Robin Williams seems to be a category that they're not sure about. And it looks like they're spinning again. All right. They're going to spin again. They're spinning away from Robin, and here we go. All right. All right. Round and round it goes. It's not going to be Robin. It could be opponent's choice, fantasy sci-fi. Ooh, interesting. All right. So fantasy sci-fi is what they have settled on. Uh, fantasy sci-fi it could be a lot of questions, could be a lot of different films, and they're going to have to do some tough answering here in the world of fantasy sci-fi. 
Who's the boss? Faced with six questions, and Clark, if they get this first one right off the bat, then they're going to be tied with Crimson Fury. Mark, Ben, you guys spun fantasy sci-fi. So oh, first... so we have two repeats left? Is that what it is? I believe you have two JTE That's rules correct. remaining. That's yeah. what the scoreboard says, and the scoreboard's never wrong. There we go. We're, we're, we're cheering for electronics around here. Fantasy sci-fi, the first question, Ben and Mark. Who plays the Huntsman in the film Snow White and the Huntsman? Chris Hemsworth. Two points for Who's the Boss? All right, your next question. Nonlinear orthography is a form of otherworldly communication in what 2016 sci-fi film? Arrival. That is a nice pull for two That's points. Yeah. And they now have the lead over Crimson Fury by two. Your third question, gentlemen, the world of fantasy sci-fi in the 2011 film Super 8. What item does Joe always keep with him as a memento of his dead mother? Necklace. We can accept necklace for two points. Well, is it a locket? And they are necklace, locket, tomato, tomato. It is now a four-point advantage for who's the boss. And that second spin uh, ended up serving them well, at least thus far. Your next question, gentlemen. This is your fourth in round number two. What is the name of Ma of Maurice Evans's character, the lead scientist of the Ape National Assembly in the original Planet of the Apes film? Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Thank you for singing it, <laughs> and you are correct. <laughs> I could have given one more point for, for singing it, but the uh, Simpsons, Zayas. they truly What's do work some magic. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, you're throwing a perfect round two so far. We don't have any bonus for them, but they're, you know, entertaining. Uh, no, it's nice that you said so. An <laughs> ultimate question in round number two in the world of fantasy sci-fi. Who plays the vile Bellatrix Lestrange in the Harry Potter Helen and Bonham Carter. You are correct, sir, for two more points. All right. That was a great, great round for who's the boss there. That's right. Well, they have one more question, so they can really uh, build a lead here. If they get this right, they have a 10-point lead over Crimson Fury, who mathematically can still go into round three with the lead. But, man, they, they're going to have to spin something pretty spectacular. Fantasy Sci-Fi, your last question. What is the subtitle of the 2017 King Arthur movie Starring Charlie Hunnam. Go to five, four, three, two. Legend of the Sword. They got wow. it. Wow. Nice job. You know. Oh. 
Oh, might not need to add that to a strength. Mark, I don't know what they're actually Lobos. talking about in that 15 seconds, but I can tell you this. They're not conferring about the answer. It's like they're talking about the weather or sports, and then we, we give them the countdown, then they realize they have to answer the question. They're making plans for that later. That was terrific. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed that. We, we, that we hope your dinner reservations pan out. It's a 10-point game now in favor of who's the boss, but now Crimson Fury may step up to the wheel and give it a spin. It appears to be Stacy Howard. Good luck, Stacy. Long right. storied history <laughs> with all of the wheels that we have at the movie trip. Slow down. She grabs it from the pegs and the spin is in. Now look at that spin. I mean that's a, that is a she almost spun the action slice right off the wheel. And this is the 2000s. It gets knocked off, but it was 2000s. She's gonna put the 2000s back. Right, they're gonna confer what is it gonna end up as. They All are right. gonna spin again. again. All right, here we go. Stacy Howard working some frontier medicine. Well, fans of the movie trivia Schmodown, we regret to inform you that the wheel has suffered a catastrophic injury. <laughs> um, due to the nature of the injury, and out of respect for the Wheel's family, we will not show the Wheel <laughs> at this point. However, we hope it pulls through. We don't have any more medical information other than that. Um, so what we are going to have to do is have Stacy Howard, who will heretofore be known as the Wheel Killer, uh, pull a category. This is Stacey's the, fault. The Wheel was not ready for that Crimson what, Fury. It was not Stacy Howard's fault at all. Um, Tom Dagnino has to be involved, so... Nobody can hear you, sir, if you want to speak okay, the you hold it then. I'd rather somebody you hold the thing away from her. So it's too close. She could possibly see in there. So um, I want somebody to hold I it away. I mean, that's a reasonable. It's still, it's reasonable. It it's a reasonable request. Fine, hold it. Come hold it then. It's a, it's a reasonable request. So, um, Absolutely. Come hold it. Hold it. Well, I don't want to hold it. it. Well, you suggest that you need to hold it. I don't work here. Dex. Oh, oh, shit. Hold my bucket. So Tom is going to hold the bucket. Stacy, when you're ready. If um, something happens, so bucket, you can only blame yourself. The bucket yourself. has pieces no, of paper with categories. If I don't like it, can we do it again? Uh, you again? cannot because you already had a spin we at the wheel before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what is the category? Uh, we got yeah. scores and soundtracks. Scores and soundtracks. Actually, all right. This all right. All right. Maybe look at his face. Scores and soundtracks. All right. So, with all of Thanks. that hubbub, we now have questions to ask. Six questions to Crimson Fury in the category of scores and soundtracks. Here we go. Question number one. Aerosmith, Alice Cooper, ZZ Top, and Ted Nugent all provide songs for what 1993 comedy? Wayne's World. That is incorrect mm. for a steal. Five, four, three, two. Wayne's World 2. That is also incorrect. <laughs> the correct answer was Dazed and Confused. Oh. Dazed and Confused. Yes. This category is my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Crimson Fury. All right, question number two. Who composed the score for Commando? 
Is it A, Howard Shore, B, Jerry Goldsmith, C, Alan Silvestri, D, James Horner? Silvestri? That is incorrect. Your options once again. Your option, options once, once again are A, Howard Shore, B, Jerry Goldsmith, C, Alan Silvestri, D, James Horner. We're going to go to five. James Horner. That is correct for one point and a steal. It's a big steal, Clark. Big I mean, steal. We know that particularly Mark Riley's famous for knowing scores and soundtracks. It's a category you frequently see on the wheel when who's the boss is competing. And Absolutely. so we'll see if Crimson Fury can make a late rally here in round two. All right, question number three. That's your hopes. Who composed the score for Zero Dark Thirty? Is it A, Michael Giacchino, B, Danny Elfman, C, Alexander, Alexander Desplet, D, James Horner? Alexander Desplat? That is correct. All right. For one you, point. Sometimes you just got a multiple choice and guess hey. your way around a category you're not familiar with. Ship away, whittle it down. All right. Your next question. Eye of the Tiger first appeared in which Rocky film? Is it Rocky? Three. Two. Rocky three? That is correct. <laughs> Four. Nice pull. Queen of guessing. By Every multiple time. choice. Woo. Always pull it out. Out of nowhere. That made me very nervous. <laughs> All right. Your next question. MIA's song, Paper Planes, appears in which Danny Boyle film? That is correct for another two points. All right, so they're starting to make a run here just a little bit. They've uh, gotten the last two questions correct, and so now they are looking at their last question in round number two. Leslie Barber composed the score to what 2016 film that was later nominated for a Best Picture Oscar? Six, so we definitely get a round three. Mm, for sure. Uh, multiple choice, please. Is it A, Lion, B, Hidden Figures, C, Manchester by the Sea, D, Hacksaw Ridge? Choices again, please. The choices are is it A, Lion, B, Hidden Figures, C, 
Manchester by the Sea. D, Hacksaw Ridge. Hidden figures. That is incorrect. The answer was Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea, Leslie Barber. Woof. All right. So that was quite a round. That was quite a round. And look, Crimson Fury, for a minute there, it looked like they could even be knocked out because we just feared who's the boss knows so much about scores and soundtracks. They would continue to get steals, but they really used a lot of strategy Absolutely. getting back into the game. They got a couple questions correctly as well. So it's 26 to 20. Who's the boss still going into round three with the sixth uh, point lead, which nobody would sneeze at. But Crimson Fury has a shot here. And as we move into round number three, Here's how it works. Each team is going to give us a series of numbers. These numbers can range from 1 to 20. Each number corresponds to a different corner of movie trivia showdown know-how. The first question, the, the team hears is worth two points. The second question, the team hears three points. And the last one, should we make it that far, five big points. So the team format works as thus. Once we give you the category for your two-point question, the team will have to decide which member is going to answer that question so well. And then for the three-pointer, the opposite member will then answer that one. You may only confer with your teammate for the five-point question. Who's the boss? You find yourself in the lead by six points. Thus, you get to give us your three lucky numbers first. What feels fortunate? You guys smell that? It's their hopes of burning up in the atmosphere. I don't smell anything burning, thank God. No. <laughs> Maybe Ben's go. having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it a toast? 12 and 17. <laughs> I think we'll go seven. I think we'll go seven, twelve, and seventeen. Seven, twelve, and seventeen, and Crimson Fury. Uh, six, fifteen, sixteen. Those are all available numbers, and now they've been taken by Crimson Fury. So, Crimson Fury is gonna be first up at bat here, Clark. Uh, Clark's gonna be asking Crimson Fury their series of questions. I'll be handling the who's the boss questions. So Clark. When you look at number six, it's the two-pointer. Crimson Fury, what category are they looking at? We are looking at the category of romance. So, Tim, Stacy. Um, okay, I'll, I'll take it. Stacy's going to handle that one. All right. Who stars as Kevin Costner's co-lead in 1996's Tin Cup? That is incorrect. The answer we were looking for was Renee Russo. Renee Russo. Big fan of Josh McCougan. And that first hand. Renee Russo. So we stick with Crimson Fury for your three-point question. The Fury, the CF, selected number 15. So, Tim, this is going to be your category. Clark, what's he looking at? Category of biopics. You got this, Tim. This is a must answer for category of biopics, who stars as Tanya's on-again, off-again boyfriend and husband, Jeff Gioli, in I, Tanya? Five, four, three, repeat, please. <laughs> who stars as Tanya's on-again, off-again boyfriend and husband, Jeff Galuli in I, Tanya. 
Who stars as Tanya's on-again, off-again boyfriend and husband, Jeff Galuli in I, Tanya. Uh, Jill Edgerton. And your yeah! winner! Who's the boss? Ben Bateman and Mark Riley. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Looking for Sebastian Stan. The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier. Caps, buddy. They're all just kids from Brooklyn. And he played Jeff Galuli. And that was the answer the Crimson Fury needed to pull. They could not force the hand of Who's the Boss, and so that is a technical knockout scored yep. for Who's the Boss. Not only did the wheels survive their spin, oh they survived and will now advance to round number three in the Ultimate Showdown Teams Tournament. I think Crimson Fury, uh, maybe not their best match. Sure. Uh, they were throwing a lot of curveballs during it for sure, but they, I think that they adjudicated themselves very well. It's just that uh, who's the boss too strong? I mean, that? don't forget, too, Tim's perfect round in round one, right. getting the bonus question right. I mean, they were they were off to a great start. I think ultimately maybe what, what sunk them was letting who's the boss go first. Who's the boss? You never know who's going to have a great I was, round. I was going to ask you, do you w did, when the Shirewolves were doing this, did, did you always defer? Did you always no, spin first, it or was it just a field play? It was never an always kind of situation. And and Rachel and I have different thoughts on, on that strategy. Mm -hmm. I personally usually like to go first yeah. if I can. Build because a lead. That's right. And also so I don't have the pressure inside my head <laughs> of, oh God, they had a great round. What do I have to make up? You know, it, it can go both ways by putting the pressure back on them, but it just depends on each competitor. And unfortunately we saw here who's the boss had a, they smoked round two. Maybe ultimately it got into Crimson Fury's head a little bit. Just a little bit. And we are going to have an exclusive interview with Crimson Fury, that is Tim and Stacy, as well as Ken and Grace right now with our own Jen Sturger. Jen, over to you. Oh, corruption, Crimson Fury. I know this is not how you wanted this match to play out, but you guys played remarkably well that first round. You have to be at least proud of how that, that turned out. Perfect first round yeah. for this one. Come on. Yeah, I had a good feeling going, in, like going into the first round, and as the questions started coming, I was like, you know, I'm feeling, feeling pretty good about this round. I think I'm going to go perfect. And uh, yeah, I did. You know, normally the wheel round hurts people, but you hurt the wheel, Stacey. <laughs> you know, I've been doing a lot of Zumba, a lot of body combat um, uh, at Gold's Gym uh, on Cole Avenue. And, uh, you know, it, I, I didn't mean to, but I'm such a strong woman inside and out that uh, I'm sorry. It happened. It's dead. What, you know, it's gone. Ultimately, you were not strong enough to get you guys through scores and soundtracks. Were you really bummed when that happened? Because you know it's obviously a strength of Inbay. It is, and Margaret. It is, and it, it's a hard category for me. Really, he knew, you know, all the answers that we did get. So, um, you know, I think with the wheel break, it was kind of a bad omen for us. And sometimes, you know, stuff happens in the middle of the game. We all took a knee, took a moment to regroup, and we couldn't get it back after that. It, you know, it happens. I wasn't bummed about scores and soundtracks because I, I think it's kind of like a secret, like strength. But uh, some of the questions we got today just were not in my wheelhouse. And I think we did well though because. It didn't, apparently it wasn't in Who's the Boss's Wheelhouse either because they didn't only steal anything from us. So we, we made, you know, the best of it that we, what we could, but. In categories like that, that we've seen so often, the, the cuts only get deeper. So categories like that are going to continue to get harder and harder as we go along with this game. Ken, how does corruption bounce back from this loss? Obviously, you, 
you know, Crimson Fury's out of the tournament, but where do we go from here? A loss is a loss, but we are currently have our legal team looking into uh, filing some kind of possible claim. I'm just not saying we're doing it, we're looking into it. Uh, clearly, when you have a wheel built by a fan with a sex dungeon, this is uh, gonna happen. And uh, we're just gonna investigate everything, uh, just due diligence and part of uh, our team here, but we're very happy. I am a long time, actually a Patreon supporter of Mark Riley, and uh, very happy for him to have this last round of glory. And, uh, you know, that's that's something we're, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Crimson Fury, Fury uh, showed a lot. Furries, too, are good people. Uh, we, we, we learned a lot about ourselves as a team, and, and we're ready to move forward. And if Tim's ready to catch another bus out from whatever state uh, we bust him in from, it's going to be good, and I'm actually excited. But. Well, I've learned a lot about corruption as a team. Um, in, in just the last 30 seconds. Well, like I said, tough loss today, guys, but excited to see you guys bounce back at some point. Obviously, you're done with the tournament, but we haven't seen the last of you guys. We made our waves in the tournament. We'll be back. All right, well, we learned a lot about furries. We learned a lot about bus trips, and we learned a little something about the wheel as they pee on its grave before it's even been buried. Clark, uh, clearly a dejected Crimson Fury, but they still seem to have that that confidence, that spark to it. Look, this was a tough, tough questions and a tough round and a tough match. You know, I, I don't think that that loss is really anything to sneeze at. Uh, they played really, really well today. It didn't go their way. Obviously, scores and soundtracks, as Jen pointed out, the more that those categories get asked, the deeper those cuts get. She is right about that. Man, some of those questions were rough. But, you know, uh, uh, Who's the Boss wasn't able to make take a lot of those steals either. So it just goes to show you that, man, that round two was, was tough. That round two was indeed tough. And uh, speaking of tough, Jen Sturgeon now has the task of talking to Mark Riley, Ben Bateman, and Jacqueline's grandpa, Biff. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. You have to be feeling pretty good about these guys' play today, no? You know, positive energy activates constant elevation. Um, look, thermo, thermo viscosity uh, is of air is dynamic and kinetic. And we're both dynamic and kinetic. You know what I mean? No, not a clue. But you guys have to be feeling pretty I'm a good about physics major. Physics, I should say. Great. Okay, you live in a van. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys have to be feeling pretty good about this win today. But obviously, you played so well in that first round. Tell me how you were feeling when you went into the second. Uh, yeah, feeling good. Uh, my partner played pretty damn good in that first round. Uh, I had to stumble on a couple there, but man, that second round that felt good. That. That felt like our run last year, my friend. Uh, just Fantasy sci-fi can befell so many contestants here. I've seen plenty of teams absolutely be out of the game after that round two, and you guys absolutely dominated. Yeah, well, I, I maybe added to a strengths list. I, I, I gotta say, I was happy with the with those results, my friend. So uh, feels good. Feels good to do this and uh, also uh, get a little bit of revenge on uh, Stacy Howard. But you played. She did play well, but glad that you could, you know, vindicate yourself. Now, you're going to be facing either the Paddington 2 or the family, and I think it goes without saying that you guys have a little bit of a history with the family, specifically Andrew Guy. Ben, how are you feeling about this? Well, you know, uh, they, they're 4-0 and right now against uh, two half teams and two loser teams. So, you know, I have respect for winners. You know, this guy right here has got a degree in thermodynamics. We've got a degree in winning and beating imposters that think they're good heels and like to play dress-up. So, you know, we, uh, we come in here, we do what we're supposed to do. I'm not a heel, I'm not a face, I'm just a winner. And that's how I feel about it. Um, if I may. Um, go for it. Look, you know, if you want to know what a manager does, 
It's what I did today. There was no way I was letting Stacy Howard pick out of the, the little jar, or whatever that is, the tin, the tin thing, yeah, the tin bucket, or whatever, uh, by herself. It just doesn't wasn't right. Um, I came in and uh, I, if I wasn't there for that, not tooting my own horn because I'm never known to do that, obviously. Um, I don't think she picks movies and soundtracks. You know, I think she picks probably something that their what their strength was, um, and that's what a manager does. And uh, if you didn't know, uh, now you know. We got a party to get to at Wood Ranch. They've got winner's juice on tap. There it is. So glad you took the microphone from me to say that, guys. Back to the desk. All right, winner's <laughs> juice on Movies tap. Movies and soundtracks. These are, we've, <laughs> I mean, what can we say, Mark Ellis? I can say that I'm probably going to Yard House instead of Wood Ranch after <laughs> this little match. But we do tip our cap to Who's the Boss. Mark, Riley, and Ben Maven moving on. Very exciting matchup going forward for them. Regardless of who they're playing, you know it's going to be a headlining kind of event. And speaking of headlining events, all this movie trivia Schmodown fun is careening towards our huge main events at the Schmodown Spectacular. Make sure you get tickets for that right now at theschmodownlive.com. Tons of epic matches, a lot of surprises. Plus, the chairman will have a little bit more insight on that draft. It's going to be live in Los Angeles. You do not want to miss this one-day event. It's going to be tiring for us, but luckily, they might have some winner's juice on tap. It's carbonated, Mark. I, I like a carbonated winner's juice, Mark. <laughs> well, I appreciate you joining me on the desk. Hope to see a lot more of you. Next to me on the answer desk, make sure you guys check out Clark Wolf's latest project, Satanic Panic, available right now on VOD, everywhere you like to enjoy movie content. Me, I'm Mark Ellis, and uh, I, I, I might have my special coming out soon. Hey. More on that later. In the meantime, you can check out the movie trivia, Schmodown, Patreon, Switch Which Tears Right For You, and all of our podcasts are up wherever you enjoy listening to stuff. For the classiest one in the business, Mark Wolf, I am the babyest of the most carrots, Mark Ellis. We'll see you real soon on the movie trivia showdown. All right, Dagnino, Robert Meyer Burnett, you think you're good at this? Infants. Janine. Oh, hey, Emma. Hey. Janine, yes. listen, uh, it's, I'm, Glad I caught you here. Uh, as you know, the draft is coming up soon. And I yeah, I next wear. season. Um, and and I, you and I had a little bit of history, but that is all behind us now. Okay. Yeah, I think really you are a tremendous competitor. Uh, you know, you're three and five. And you and Jay Washington maybe had a good thing going, but I don't think you are actually three and five. I think you just haven't had the best leadership. All I'm saying is you should have been a champion a long time ago. And next season, I'm here for you. If, if you want it. Damn, this is gonna be tough. Where is Jay? Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but... 
feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.